Hello, good morning, and welcome to race day at Monaco here on Stop and Go F1. Starting with this video, of course, the Formula 3 this morning. We'll be having content all through the day. So it's Formula 3 now. We've got Formula 2 in about an hour or so. Then, of course, the Formula 1 later on tonight. So stay subscribed if you want to see all my reactions to all that throughout the day. But let's start. With the Formula 3, let's go back to yesterday for the Formula 3 sprint race. We had Marty starting on pole with Fornaroli alongside. Marty kept the lead from the start, uh, but it was Edgar who hit the wall at Sandovot, basically straight away. Uh, had a safety car from then, and there was just a couple more incidents further back with Barrier, had a puncture, and Boyer also having a puncture. Um, then there was Yaney, who got front suspension damage, but somehow got it repaired before the safety car ended. So the safety car comes out, you see the front suspension is just done. Whilst the safety car's going round, we're cutting back to the pits over and over and over again, and you see the, the mechanics working on it and working on it, and I'm just thinking to myself, there's no way. But somehow, there was a way. Literally on the last lap the safety car was out, uh, Yaney got it out again and was able to compete in the race. Mad stuff. Great, uh, great work from the mechanics there. Uh, Collar Pinto has a fantastic overtake for P5 into the hairpin on lap 6. Probably the best overtake of the weekend so far that I've seen. So Colopinto for me, looking really good there. This is when Tommy Smith is launched into the wall just before the tunnel. Um, somehow, though, is able to continue. Hits the wall, bounces off, just keeps on going. He's made of indestructible stuff, his old Tommy Smith. We have a great battle for P10 between Minnie and Aaron, but in uh, Monaco, when I say battle, I don't mean side to side. I mean one guy's really close to the back and has an occasional look, but doesn't really do anything. Um, we get a penalty for Ollie Gerfer, 10-second penalty for him. This comes through on lap 17. That was for launching Tommy Smith into the hall. Um... Then we have Toslov, who goes down the inside of Bedrin, taps him a little bit, but I think gets away with it, makes an overtake there. Uh, and then towards the end of the race, Gregoire Saucy is closing up on uh, Fornaroli for P2. He gets really close, but then locks up and ruins that opportunity there. And at the end of the sprint race, it was Marty who took the win from Fornaroli, then Saucy in third place. We go now, though, to this morning with the F3 feature race, and it was Gabrielli Mini on pole position with Dino Boganovic alongside him. Now, um, if you've been watching my F3 videos, you'll know that I am quite a big fan of Gabrielli Mini, especially after what happened to him in Bahrain, where he was leading the race, got a starting procedure infringement, got a penalty for that, managed the gap, managed the gap from the penalty that he was still going to win, then a last-minute safety car comes out, Ruins everything for him. He was denied that win there. He's looking for redemption day to day at Monaco. Um, just another update on the grid. It was Bortoletto is seventh for the current championship leader, starting in seventh. It was a good start for Gabrielli Mini, and they got round the majority of the first lap with no incidents. But then Ido Cohen hits the wall just before the swimming pool section, and that brings out the safety car. Uh, the safety car goes in on lap six. Now, this is when Taylor Barnard was under investigation because he cut the corner at turn one on lap one. He cut the corner into Sandovot. He would end up getting a 10-second penalty. And um, 
Barter also under investigation for the exact same thing. Now, when Barter's investigation came up, I saw he dropped a few places down, and I thought maybe he was giving the positions back. But no, it turns out that Villa Gomez completely dive-bombed him and pushed him into the wall a little bit. He was able to continue, but he did have damage. Um, that meant that he was just losing positions. He would also then get a penalty for cutting the corner. He only gets a five-second penalty compared to... Um, uh, Taylor Barnard's 10 seconds. I think that's just because he didn't gain as many positions, but it doesn't really matter because he's retiring the car anyway from the damage or going into the wall. Now, I don't know if that will mean, because he didn't serve his penalty, that he'll get a grid penalty at the next race, which I don't even know what the next race is. One second, I'll look that up whilst we're talking here, because I don't know... Oh, they're back next weekend, aren't they? They're back in, uh, in Barcelona. So... I don't know if that means that Barca will be getting a penalty for Barcelona. I imagine it would be, because normally if you don't serve your penalty, you get the penalty at the next race. So we'll have to keep an eye out for that. Then we get the highlight of the race for me, and it is Sebastian von Montoya versus Colette for P5. Some fantastic defending from Colette here. Montoya, obviously the faster car properly on him for a few laps here but Colette puts his car in the perfect position every single time in the end Montoya tries to get past up the hill in sector one and just clips the back of Colette's car um, takes off his own front wing and I think he gives Colette a puncture Colette locks up just before the hairpin and goes off into the Nico Rosberg runoff area uh, Montoya would get a 10 second penalty for that but before they came together it was really great uh, driving from both of them really impressive stuff we cut to the final lap now and Gabriele Mini under a lot of pressure from uh, Dino Boganovic on the final lap especially in the first sector properly on him there but it was not enough Gabriele Mini wins the Monaco Grand Prix from Dino Boganovic the Paul Aaron in third place a very fun race. I was expecting a lot more chaos than we got, but the majority of the drivers held it together really well. No massively stupid errors. I mean, if you throw it back to Australia, which I believe was the last time we saw these guys, and they were all making silly mistakes all the time, the, this is a much more mature drive from all the drivers on the field here. Really good stuff. I mean, actually picking my F3 hero of the day is actually quite difficult. I mean, Mini is the obvious choice because, you know, pole in the win in Monaco. I really liked Colette for his defensive driving. Montoya looked good until he hit him, so it can't be Montoya. Um, Colapinto for the sprint race did very well. There's a few guys I could give it to here, uh, but I feel I'm going to have to give it to Gabriele Mini just because, you know, the whole story of the redemption from Bahrain to now, pole in the win, looking really good. Uh, in terms of the championship, I believe Borsleto is still in the lead of the championship. I don't think that has changed. Um, oh, God, what's happening with my computer there? Don't worry, it's been fixed, everyone. Um, but yeah, let's have a look. Is the actual results up on the Formula 3 website? Because they take forever to update them normally. In terms of championship, Borsleto is still in the lead. But yeah, good stuff here. We'll be coming back with Formula 3 in Barcelona. Formula 3 has been great so far this year. Um, where did... Uh, Bortoleto ended up finishing in fifth. Taylor Barnard, now initially when he crossed the line, 
He said he had a it said he had a ten second gap from Bortoletto, so he would keep fifth. But he's now been dropped down to eighth, so that could not have been correct. Uh, Bortoletto still a good finishing result for him. Uh, Luke Browning was in fourth. Colapinto finishes sixth. If we look at the standings, I don't think they've been updated. No, they haven't. They haven't got the the future race for Monaco yet. But Gabriele Mini was in fourth. He'll get an additional twenty five points here. He could be second now. I, I is just guessing, but Gabriele Mini definitely in this championship battle. Borsalletto has had the run of the green for the first few races, but Mini, he's getting back into it now. We'll have to see in Barcelona, can he continue to put pressure onto Borsalletto and maybe become the Formula 3 world champion? So, we'll be back in about an hour or two for Formula 2, and then later on today for Formula 1. I'll see you then. Goodbye.